Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Christensen, pharmacist. And today I'm going to cover stimulant laxatives. Now, as with any over-the-counter product, there are a ton of different uh, brand names and stimulant laxatives on the market, so I obviously can't cover every single brand name that you might see out there. Uh, however, there are two um, major drugs that are classified as stimulant laxatives, and it is bisacodyl, which is the generic name, and it is uh, senicides, or senna, uh, is the other uh, product common name. Both these are uh, stimulant laxatives. Uh, brand names you might see uh, Senna, Senacide, Senacot, uh, Jerrycot, Exlax, uh, Bisacodyl brand names you might see. Dulcolax is definitely the most common. Uh, I have seen uh, various Exlax products will have different ingredients in it depending upon uh, what it, you know, what's in it and what it is. Uh, so I can't stress that enough. Uh, obviously, hopefully you're probably you're a healthcare professional listening to this. Uh, you've really got to look at the back of that label if you absolutely want to know uh, what's in an over-the-counter product because uh, these brand name change. Uh, There's different formulations and all that sort of stuff. So pay attention. Look at the back of the label. Uh, if you're on a phone interacting with a patient, something like that, um, have them send you a picture, uh, have them read it off what it says on the back, uh, which that can be challenging sometimes too with uh, visual difficulties and small writing, but um, do the best you can to get the info uh, off the back of the label rather than just the uh, brand name of the medication because it could have different uh, components within it. The mechanism of action for stimulant laxatives, it's kind of in the name. Uh, these drugs stimulate the smooth muscle of the intestine, and by doing so, that um, contraction, relaxation, uh, propels uh, fecal material um, through the intestine and uh, obviously out um, through the colon. So with, with that, that propulsion... Uh, when I think of side effects, usually these drugs are pretty well tolerated. Um, but with that stimulation of that smooth muscle, uh, I tie that into the adverse effect profile. And probably the most common thing I've seen patients complain about uh, is a little bit of abdominal cramping versus something like a stool softener alone. That isn't typically going to cause any of that cramping because it doesn't directly uh, stimulate the muscles. So probably the, the major, most common adverse effect I hear of is, is patients complaining about uh, that abdominal cramping. Again, not an extremely high percentage or anything like that, uh, but if you do run into um, adverse effects, that's probably what you're going to uh, hear about from patients.
Now, this may sound like a no-brainer, but one other potential adverse effect is diarrhea from these medications. And I say that not to be a smart aleck or anything, but um, patients sometimes, uh, especially geriatric patients, don't know what they're taking. And if they have, you know, a list of pills that they were told to take by their doctor and they're reporting diarrhea to you, the, one of the first things you should do is make sure that they're not on a laxative type medication. And I absolutely have seen patients on Senna, on Bizacodal, and they're taking it routinely as they were told to do and they're having diarrhea, and they don't recognize that that's what that medication is for. So it sounds kind of stupid to say that uh, stimulant laxatives can cause diarrhea, um, but sometimes patients aren't aware and they don't pay attention uh, that they're actually taking this type of medication. Talking about patient expectations, uh, you've got to make sure your patients are aware that, that this is not an immediate fix. Uh, so if they take a Senna tablet, for example, uh, they're probably not going to have a bowel movement in 15 minutes or a half hour, okay? It, it takes a little while to kind of get into the system and, and get, you know, down to the site of action and, and create um, that movement within the bowel and, the, and that muscle contraction uh, to uh, have a defecation or, or go to the bathroom. So onset, uh you know, anywhere from probably, uh, you know, six hours, maybe up to a day uh, before this medication really gets working and produces that bowel movement, which is obviously what the, the patient is going to be after. So uh, definitely tempering uh, those expectations a little bit and, and making sure patients recognize that this probably isn't going to work within an hour. Um, so that's an, an important thing, and I, I have had patients um, ask me that before. Now, with the availability of these drugs over the counter, uh, it is important to recognize uh, certain symptoms that um, may necessitate a referral to a, a healthcare provider. So, if you're one of the the people on the front lines, a nurse, uh, you know, pharmacist within a community pharmacy, and you're noticing that, uh, you know, patient is consistently coming to uh, pick up laxatives over the counter, or they're needing laxatives more and more and more. Uh, it's really important to uh, make sure there's not something else medically going on, and or something else from a medication perspective going on that's causing this constipation because there are lots of non-drug interventions uh, that we can do to try to help uh, manage constipation if that's what it is but we can also change medications and we can also um, ensure that you know something from a medical perspective isn't going on as well so uh, warning signs alert signs so if patients are requiring um, these medications day after day after day for a period of you know a few weeks that type of thing uh, that is concerning and should kind of warrant referral. Obviously, if they're being guided under medical supervision uh, to take these on a chronic basis, you know, that that's not obviously quite as concerning there. Somebody's keeping an eye on them anyway. Um, another symptom concern uh, that should alert you right away is any type of bleeding or blood in the stool. Very, very important that we get that assessed and we figure out what the heck uh, is going on there. So a couple important things that you know you need to think about. If something doesn't feel right, obviously 
um, refer that that patient on uh, to to be assessed there because you know patients some patients definitely do try to treat things on their own and and take over the counters and um, really don't want to seek uh, medical attention but if you're on those front lines and catch that, um, definitely refer those patients on where those symptoms are uh, dragging on or there's uh, alert symptoms like bleeding. Now, many geriatric patients uh, take chronic laxatives. And I um, am very sensitive, obviously, to polypharmacy patients and pill burden and those patients that are on you know, 10, 15, 20 plus medications. And I have seen a lot of duplication within the constipation realm. So probably one of the most common things I have seen. So let's say you've got a patient taking Senna-S. So Senna-S contains senicides as well as a stool softener, which is uh, typically docusate. So those that combination I have seen added on a separate dose of docusate, whether the provider um, doesn't recognize that Senna-S contains docusate or they're doing it for a different reason. Um, here we are just kind of adding more pills and we've got one medication, you know, the Senna-S that has both medications, that has two medications in it, and then we add on another medication, docusate, that's already in the Senna-S. So it really can, can add up, um, create a large pill burden for patients. Um, another situation I've seen is uh, duplicate stimulant laxatives, so uh, a docolax or bisicodal with a senna or senicides, and you know a clinician not recognizing that these medications work the same way, or the patient is taking over-the-counter laxatives on their own, and the provider says to begin taking uh, a different stimulant laxative. Okay, so a few. Uh, situations where I've definitely seen polypharmacy result, duplicate therapy result, and um, you know, good way to uh, try to reduce pill burden and making sure our, our patients are trying to uh, avoid and, and minimize uh, polypharmacy there. Let's take a quick break from our sponsor and I'll finish up on drug interactions. Now, if you enjoy the content of this podcast, go ahead and support our sponsor, meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. Uh, there's great resources for practicing clinical pharmacists, uh, nurses, physicians, uh, med students, um, PAs, nurse practitioners, all sorts of uh, different clinical folks that work with medications. Uh, meded101.com slash store is where you can find that whole list of resources. Uh, for pharmacists specifically, we also have a board certification study material as well. So pharmacotherapy, uh, NAPLEX for pharmacy students, uh, board certified ambulatory care pharmacists, as well as uh, geriatric pharmacists too. So uh, go check out those resources. Uh, appreciate your support and the sponsor and obviously supporting the, the podcast as well. So wrapping up on drug interactions today. With stimulant laxatives, we're pretty fortunate in that there is not a ton of drug interactions. So that's definitely a, a good thing. But I do want to alert you to a couple things that uh, you, you may rarely see anyway. Um, so first, I did mention uh, diarrhea. You've got to think about um, other medications that can cause diarrhea, so it may kind of exacerbate those things. Obviously, if you run into that situation, you're going to stop the stimulant laxative. 
uh, if they're having you know loose stools and diarrhea. So it's pretty easy, pretty straightforward to, to deal with on, on that front. Uh, now I will say there is a, a slight difference with uh, bisicodal and senna. So I, I know a lot of patients who take uh, antacids, uh, things like Tums, calcium carbonate, and bisicodal specifically, uh, the effects of that medication can be reduced if taken with antacids. So if you've got a patient, uh, maybe they're taking bisicodal chronically, maybe they're on chronic opioid therapy with it. Um, if you begin taking an antacid, taking Tums, calcium supplementation, for example, uh, you may run into a reduced effectiveness of that medication necessitating uh, an increase in that dose to try to maintain their um, you know, constipation, diarrhea balance. So very important to remember that one. Um, both bisicodal and Senna, uh, there is a potential risk to uh, kind of exacerbate the effects of uh, polyethylene glycol. So that would be a, a brand name like Miralax. So important to, uh, you know, maybe remember that. With that said, I definitely have seen these agents used together. Um, but, you know, important to, to note that you may kind of get some additive uh, type effects when you're using a stimulant laxative uh, with a, a polyethylene glycol uh, type product. So that is the podcast for today. Remember to go to reallifepharmacology.com, get your free top 200 study guide. It's a 31-page PDF, very large uh, PDF uh, where I, I kind of break down the top 200 drugs and really give you essential critical information that often shows up on uh, pharmacology exams and uh, exams kind of throughout your career when you're being tested on medications. So go snag that for, for free. Uh, with that, uh, I'll also send out emails when I've got uh, new releases of the podcast as well. So um, very cool thing to, to go check that out and snag that for free. Uh, I've got that free uh, Audible book. You can find that at meded101.com slash store. If you've never had a book from Audible, go snag that for free. You can get six to eight hours of, of audio content um, by going through those links at meded101.com slash store. Uh, if you love the podcast, uh, leave us a rating, review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. You know, Share us with a, a colleague, a friend, a student. Um, in trying to advance uh, medication knowledge. With that, thanks for so much for listening. Uh, take care and have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. 
The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.